It's time for the Z. Michelson Travel Podcast. Filling in for Z. Michelson today is her sidekick and producer, Jay Lawrence. Thank you, Summer, for that kind introduction. Again, Z is traveling again this week, and uh, she's left me in charge. And so we're going to take a look at a couple of episodes from the past, out of the vault of the Z. Michelson Travel Podcast. And welcome back. This is Z Michelson. Thanks for joining us today on our podcast. I'm glad we took a break because you were had a coughing fit there. And I know Al, it's Florida, and allergies are amongst us. So I've, I do apologize. I have never had this allergy problem before, and I think this year is the first year I've had allergies. Well, they're actually saying it's the worst allergy season Florida has seen in a long time. Wow. You know, we talk about traveling to Mexico and to Paris and we talk all about, you know, I've been having some fun right in our own backyard. How how much fun have you been having? I've been having lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, explore where you live. Wait a minute. What? You were having fun without me? Yes, I was. Oh my, okay. I took I'm my sorry. husband with me. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> well, I went to a place called the Yalaha Bootlegging Company. Excuse me. Yes, that's exactly what it was. (laughs) Yalaha. Yalaha Bootlegging Company. What do they bootleg? They bootleg moonshine. Oh. They're moonshine makers. Oh, you know, I thought you went to the bakery. I did that too. Oh, okay. Let's not jump the fence here. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) So I went to the Yalaha Bootlegging Company, Company. and they have a little uh, still set up. Is that legal? Yes. Oh, okay. Perfectly legal. Uh, it's a distillery is what it is, and it's the start of a distillery. And I found it very interesting because most moonshine, as we know, is made from corn. Yes. They call it corn liquor. Corn mash. They, yeah. they own a blueberry farm, an organic blueberry farm, and they make it out of the blueberries. Huh. How do you make... Wow. Yeah. You, you ferment it, whatever of that Of course, means. you ferment it. It's in a big pot with a flame underneath it. And oh, it okay. goes all the way up into like a steam thing, and then they drip out the, the squeezins. <laughs> Do, are there any, and the steam is the angel portion. Is there but, any additives? No. It's just that? It's just that? That's well, it? Well, yeah, yeah. They just ferment it. You know, it's all fermented, and then once it ferments, then they put it in this pot, and it cooks. What it happens cooks to the good cooks. berries that happen? That you know, go. that's still a, a mystery to me, <laughs> because, you know, the, of course there was taste testing. Could be jelly. I went and taste tested it. Oh, yeah? Of course. Okay. It'll put hair on your chest. Oh, I was going to say maybe I'd like it, but <laughs> maybe not. Well, they actually take the uh, blueberry, and they make the moonshine, which is clear, and you would think it would taste like blueberries. Yes. But it didn't. <gasps> It tasted like... Booze. It tasted like moonshine. <laughs> now, they take that moonshine, and then they put it in barrels, uh-huh. and they make a brandy out of it. Oh. So I tried that, too. Oh, I see. Now, what is a brandy? I don't know. It Well, actually, it the brandy tasted like a whiskey to me. Okay. And it is. It has that color, you know. It has the barrel color, the the uh, amber. So that has to sit for a while. It doesn't sits it? for a while. Okay. Um, we weren't able to taste the pecan. They had several types of brandy, but we uh, tried that. And they actually make a drink from the moonshine, where they mix it with apple juice, apple slices, and cinnamon sticks. Now wow. that was yummy. Wow, that's yeah, that was yummy. Okay, how long did you spend at this location? I spent about an hour there. And and were you able to drive legally after you left? Absolutely. Okay. They they only give you a less than a shot glass, you know. It's 
just like a taste, something to wet your lips with and burn your throat out. But you know, <laughs> how much did you bring home with you? Um, actually, uh, we're looking at Christmas gifts, so sh- you don't know that yet. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. But they actually have a lot of things there. They had uh, fresh fruits and vegetables that you can purchase. They had fresh pies that they made. So this was something in my own backyard. Now you've made moonshine. I mean, you've made some alcoholic beverages yes, for I Christmas, did. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Was mm-hmm. that called? Moonshine. Uh, or? One of the one of them was it was called Great Grandma's Apple Pie Alamode Moonshine that I made for you, but uh-huh. it was I didn't make it from scratch, scratch like they do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had I had some help. I had some <laughs> <laughs> helper bottles, right? Wow. And I helped, <laughs> and then you know, so that was in my backyard, and then all of a sudden. Down the road a little bit, like right next door, was the Alaha Bakery. Okay. Now, the Alaha Bakery is based on German stylings. Uh-huh. And they had lots of pastries, and they had food, and they had entertainment. <coughs> Excuse me. And they had no. uh, breads and uh, fine fine wines. Now, when you talk about your backyard, right. you're, you're talking about Central Florida, I'm right? I'm talking about Central Florida. This and, is and the name in Lake County. And the name, yeah, Alaha? Yalaha. And that's a town, it's right? It's a town. Okay, so mm-hmm. you have to look that up on your map. Right, so I went to the Yalaha Bootlegging Company, okay. and which I believe they own the Bayou Blueberry Farm. Of course. Where they we're, got their organic blueberries from. They said, we can't get rid of these blueberries. Let's do something <laughs> with them. Right, so they're doing that. And I, I love... Um, cottage industries mm-hmm. and these are great places to go to visit to support your local community so you go and you you know shop there and you and naturally when i went to the Yalaha bakery i brought home a bunch of pastries and bread and mm. we had a really good time there so little things like this you now, can do in the neighborhood when you got to the bootleg shop did you did you say there was entertainment there or not uh, yes, actually, there was a little entertainment there. There was somebody, you know, on a guitar singing, and they they serve barbecue, you know, oh. kind of, you know, in with the mix of moonshining. Oh, you know, and it was very interesting. You had, you know, you talked with the people that ran the place, and you know, we were we were laughing about how long the family has been in the industry, and but now it's <laughs> now it's legal. Oh my! So you know, but it was you know, it's did, fun to find these things. Did, did out. they come from the hills of Tennessee or something? No, right here in our own backyard. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. So naturally, they have to have it up to a certain degree of alcohol. You know, they can't go higher than a certain point in order to sell it. I see. I have no idea what you're talking about there. Well, you know, eighty proof, eighty six proof. You know how you see that on your bottles of booze? No. You don't see that on your bottles of booze. Hmm. You, Where are you getting your liquor from? No <laughs> way, well, you know, Mister Lawrence. Uh, I buy, <laughs> okay, if I buy a bottle of beer. Oh, that's. Yeah. See, that's yeah. where. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, like if you're looking at vodka or scotch or something. Oh, like those that, things, eh? Right, they have a proof on uh, it. Uh, you got to prove that you're yeah, there. Yeah, and in the United States, we have a legal limit of how strong it could uh, be. I see. And it's interesting. They have a little kit to test how powerful. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So is that part of the entertainment? Seeing the well, you you like I said, it they had only had one pot. They're still growing. It's still a small place. Okay. Um, but it was kind of interesting to chat. I bet that mm-hmm. will be growing, right? Yeah, I am right. sure of it. Remember cottage cottage, cottage industries. industries. Yeah, I just love it, and that's how you support the community. And if you want to travel around, go around in your own backyard.
good advice. See, so many things are happening in and around your own community, and I'm sure they would love your support. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about a little airport security in Miami, and here's J&Z talking about that. Right now, we're going we're gonna to talk about airports for a little bit. You have to go through an airport to get to Ireland, I'll bet you. You, you really do. <laughs> but you know, Miami is doing something. What's, what are they doing? <clears throat> They're unveiling a facial recognition security technology. Cool. It's supposed to make travel safer. Well, I hope. You know, I'm I'm kind of wondering about this. You How know, they so? have to recognize your face. Yeah. What about when people get older? Your face changes. Well, Facebook knows how to work with that, so probably they're working with Facebook, right? Mm. The airport revealed the first security facility in the country dedicated to providing expedited passport screening via facial recognition. So hopefully, this is a pe- uh, at letting people into the U.S. coming in from different countries. And they're looking at their faces, right? Uh, security revealed county dedicated providing expedited passport screening. Well, passport screening—you gotta. Right, I, they have be, to match their. They yeah. have to match their passport. How how close to their passport do you look like? Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> it's a headshot, baby. You know. I know. So I, I'm. This this will be interesting. Well, they say this facial recognition thing. There are marks on your face. That you, right. You, you, you know, just, it's kind of like a thumbprint. Yeah. But yeah. In addition to speeding up the process, it cuts down the walking distance from Concourse E to F, which will reduce congestion at the busy arrival areas. I, I should hope so. So it should. It, we'll we'll see how well that goes. Yeah. Well, th- that, yeah. that's good. You know, they're doing something. It's something. they want to reduce wait times for their international passengers. Right, and I know that that's a big, it's a big thing when you're going through customs. Yeah. You've been through customs how many times? Uh, once in my life yeah coming well no no i guess i cruise every time you're going to cruise yeah the cruise is a little bit different yeah that goes a little bit faster but you know you you were over in austria somewhere weren't you Uh, germany yes yeah you were over there Mm -hmm. um so there are republic there are customs you gotta go through customs both sides of the fence yeah 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 Mm -hmm. speaking about cruising though Yes. Uh, you know, I was thinking about taking my dog with me on the cruise. Ah, well, your dog is a service dog. Well, that's questionable. Uh, she hasn't. <laughs> she hasn't kept up on her certifications, has she? She is a. She's not a service dog, per se. She and that, that they they list this here. She's a emotional support dog. Oh, okay. So. Here's the deal with cruises. Yeah. Years and years and years and years and years ago, animals used to be allowed on ships. Oh, really? Yes. And I'm talking about like the 20s and 30s. Okay. Now, that has changed. Mm -hmm. They banned animals from being on board ship. Mm -hmm. However, if you're interested in cruise travel with your furry family members, you're generally out of luck. Okay. But yeah, what about Canard? Canard is the only line that caters to dogs and cats with kennels on its Queen Mary Two, specifically aboard transatlantic crossings between New York and Southampton. Okay. However, the animals must comply with the pet's travel scheme and have a pet passport. <laughs> okay. All right. So if you're going from New York to England, yeah, you can do it. You can take your pet. Yeah. But you're gonna have to have a lot of paper. Right. Okay, and a lot of vaccines for your animal. Right. Okay, now, for instance, Carnival Cruise Line. What about them? 
They, uh, they specifically refer to service dogs. See, service dogs. Okay, so now their verbiage states this. Read it for me. The only dogs Carnival permits aboard our ships are working service dogs, which are, you like my word, dogs, mm-hmm. which are legally defined and individually trained to meet disability-related needs by performing tasks like guiding a blind person, alerting a deaf person, pulling wheelchairs, alerting a alerting and protecting a person who is having a seizure or performing other special tasks. Working service dogs are not pets. Okay. See, there's the answer. Working service dogs are not pets. Right. So they are basically an employee of that person. Right. The policy goes on to clarify emotional support dogs, which are not recognized by the Department of Justice, are also not permitted on carnival ships. Right. See, my dog was listed as a therapy dog. Right, so she would not be permitted. Unless, right. of course, you're going overseas. Then you can take her to England with you. Yeah, but <laughs> didn't wasn't it Leo DiCaprio or who was it tried to smuggle dogs into Australia? <laughs> Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. They tried to smuggle their dogs in and they, they got in. But the it wasn't trip. on a ship. Well, yeah, but yeah, it just seems like taking your pet mm-hmm. somewhere else, it just seems like a lot of a if, big problem. Here's rule of thumb. What's that? If you're going overseas and you're flying and you want to have your animal with you, a couple of different things. Find yeah. out the policy of the airline. Bingo. And find out the policy of the country you're going to. Right. Certain countries will hold a dog in quarantine for 30 days. Th- yeah. Regardless of its vaccinations. Right. Certain will let let them in immediately. So you have to contact. One is you can go through your travel agent because the travel agent can do the footwork for you and find out. Two is make sure you know because you don't want to be either sent back or your dog held until you have to leave. Bingo. So beware of that. Oh. Um, what's, what's more, ports are, have a call to their own regulations. So again, in ships, they have their own regulations taking the animal off. Again, that goes back to find out where you're going and what you're doing and what their mm-hmm. animal policy is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. And, and you know, like... Did you see that one in the news? The woman tried to bring her peacock in as a support animal for the plane? No, no, Yeah, I mean, come on. Come on, exactly. Come on, come on, come on. You know, we're going a little overboard. One of the great features of the Z. Michelson Travel Podcast, better known as the ZMT. So do you have a product this week that you want to talk Uh, about? Yeah, Did you discover anything? Well, I do have a product. I haven't talked about this product in a long time. And I think with air travel being on the rise again, I wanted to bring this back out to the forefront. Oh, good idea. And it's a product called Ear Planes. Uh E-A-R Planes like airplane. Yes. Uh, they're really great. Uh, they have they have them available in adult and kid sizes now. Before when I was talking about them, they didn't have them in kid sizes. They only had them in adult sizes. Oh, good. Yeah, so um, they were tested by U.S. Navy pilots, mm-hmm. which is another good thing. And you can reuse them a couple of times, which is another good thing. They're really extra soft. You can hardly know you're wearing them. And I wear them. Okay, you can hear people talking to you as well. Um, they relieve the in-flight air pressure and discomfort. And like I said, okay. yes, I have them. I use them. I've used them on many occasions. And the reason why I found this out was years ago, I had a very, very bad ear infection, and my eardrum actually punctured. Oh. Yes. And as I healed up, I had to go on another trip for work. 
So I was a little bit nervous. And how did you find it? How did I find the airplanes? Yeah. Well, what happened was as I was recuperating and I told my doctor, I said, you know, I have to go on an airplane mm -hmm. in the air pressure. And they went, oh, you have to try this. It's oh. called airplanes. And you can buy them at a Target, Walmart, CVS. They're over the counter. Oh, great. Yeah. And they come in small packages, like of one or two. And then you can get like a package of 10 if you do a lot of traveling. Because mm. you really don't want to use them too many times. You know, a couple of times is good, but not constantly. Mm -hmm. So when I travel from, say, Florida to Seattle, I'm going to be on several different flights, naturally, because I'm catching connectors. So they're good all the way through. And then I'm going to do it all the way through on the way back. So I use one, and then I'll have another one in the in reserve. Um, however, sometimes you have to request them from the stores because they don't carry them all the time. Oh, oh okay. So yeah. think ahead. So, right. So they don't always have them in stock. Uh, and they're probably about 8 to $10 for a pair of reusable ones. Mm. So they're not bad, you know. And like I said, they're soft. They look like they screw. They look like little screws. <laughs> and they kind of just screw right in, and they're very soft. And I can hear the, the stewardess, the attendants, talking but it's to me. The, some, does it take some of the noise it down, It takes too? some of the noise down. It uh -huh. takes the pressure off because of that. And it, it's pretty easy to wear. I did not find them uncomfortable at all. Great. Yeah, so there you have it. I'm going to be looking that up when yeah. I get Ear planes. Ear, E-A-R. Planes. Planes, yeah. Right, earplanes. Cool. And they're really cute. And like I said, now they come in children's sizes, which is really good because a lot of times the kids don't know to swallow or chew gum. Oh, yeah. And that will help them. So unless, of course, they are pulling them out of their ear. But yeah, that would help. <laughs> oh, so much traveling to do. So little time. More to come. So stay tuned to the end for what we'll be talking about next week. Uh, by the way. Yes. Uh, you can hear. You and me. Oh, really? Yeah, on Collage Travel Radio. Did you know that, Jay? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's absolutely free. It's on the internet. You can just groove to the tunes and dream about the places that you want to visit. And please like and follow me on Facebook. I'd love that. Drop me a line. Tell me where you'd like to go. What is your dream? And let me know. My email address is Z, that's Z-E-E, -E, at ZMichelsonTravel.com. Bingo. Okay, it's time to make your travel dreams come true. So where will we go? What will we do next week? You never know what I'll be chatting about next week. But you can be certain it will have something to do with the many facets of travel. And, of course, we have a special guest coming next week. Yes, we do. We do. And uh, I've been on her ships. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave it as a surprise. It's a tease. It's a tease. So keep on dreaming and I'll keep on dreaming too. I'm very excited to let you know my podcasts have been picked up by almost all podcast servers, including Google, TuneIn, and so many more. But you can still find me on your favorite podcast player. Give me a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Thank you for listening today. If you are looking for great places to travel to, visit my website, zmichelsontravel.com. You can explore just by a click of the mouse. My site contains many exciting adventures that you can experience, so feel free to surf my site and give me a call with any questions. This is Z. Michelson, making your travel dreams come true.